Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, we're reading. This time on LeBron James and the Lakers' insistence on finding him a playmaker that they probably don't even need. We need a fucking playmaker. Remember back in 2017 when LeBron James' shots at his front office were simply sources of entertainment for Lakers fans? His subtweets were Twitter fodder and nothing more back when he was either in Miami or Cleveland. With the Lakers, though, his subliminal messages land a little different. When James first arrived in Los Angeles, he and Magic Johnson embarked on a grand experiment. Rather than surrounding James with shooting, length, athleticism, and defensive wherewithal that helped him win championships in Miami and Cleveland, the Lakers instead opted for, well, not that. James's analysis of that experiment was somehow more amazing, as he made a literal fart noise when asked how he thought that went. Johnson stepped down, the Lakers missed out on Kawhi Leonard, and stumbled accidentally into the equation that led to his prior championships, and guess what? They won a championship. Awesome. Surely, given that success, the Lakers would continue to lean even more heavily on steady role players like Danny Green, Kyle Kuzma, Alex Caruso, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, etc., right? They figured it out. There's no way to screw that up with first-hand experience with exactly what wins. Ah, that's right. Green would be sent with a first-round pick to Oklahoma City for Dennis Schroeder, who immediately demanded to start over Caruso, did, but never quite fit with James because it turned out his 39% three-point shooting the year prior was an aberration. But hey, that was one mistake. There's just no way the Lakers would triple down on that approach after James' flatulent analysis and Schroeder's spectacularly bad contractual judgment. Quick aside, hilariously, the Lakers, and Schroeder obviously, would be in an objectively better place had he just accepted the reported $84 million contract. Whoops. Ah, shit, that's right. Even given the headache that Schroeder was on and off the court, the Lakers committed even further to a ball-dominant, poor-shooting point guard to fit with James as they sent Kuzma, KCP, Montrez Harrell, and another first-round pick to Washington for Russell Westbrook, and will now have to trade another first-rounder just to undo that mistake. So if you're keeping track at home, the Lakers have used Green, Kuzma, Caldwell, Pope, Harrell, and at least two first-round picks on Struder and Westbrook. That doesn't take into account Caruso, who they let walk because of how expensive Westbrook was at that same position, nor the contracts for Kendrick Nunn, Talon Horton-Tucker, and now Lonnie Walker IV. All that for, again, players whose creativity won't matter in the Lakers' biggest moments because, well, you want LeBron James to have the ball, obviously. And look, there's plenty of blame to go around here. James had his preferences, but Johnson infamously had a bunch to say when specifically asked about the lack of shooting he assembled. After Johnson stepped down, the onus fell on Palinka to compile a more productive roster, and to his credit, he did exactly that en route to a championship in 2020. Unfortunately, he has spent every waking moment stripping that team down and altogether ignoring what made it special. So, whether you want to assign blame to James, Johnson, or Palenka, you can honestly take your pick. You don't go from a championship team with plenty of flexibility to whatever the hell this roster is without all kinds of mistakes from the top down. One thing is clear, though. As the Lakers try to dig themselves out of this current hole, they simply cannot continue to rely on ball-dominant guards to alleviate pressure on James. It hasn't worked to this point, and in all likelihood, it will not work moving forward. And if James asks for a fucking playmaker... Polinka should consider responding with a fart noise. 
In case you missed it, I got together with Harrison and Aaron uh, yesterday on the lounge in, in the Lakers lounge in a, in a triangle edition of that show uh, to discuss exactly this. Um, that is my last full length pod before I head out on paternity leave. This is probably the last lowdown that we're going to get until we get some legitimate news as I am getting the house ready for our son. He is due on Friday, so a lot of stuff that I have to do there. Um, But other than that, the content here on the channel is really not going to change that much. Fewer shows that I'm going to be in, but uh, Can You Dig It? I Love Basketball, Taco Tuesday, that stuff is going to continue and, and get you through to training camp when I will be making uh, my return as well. So until then, and until I talk to you guys next, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one. Rest in peace, Sharks. Love you and miss you.